Uh, just cut that. Hello and welcome to the 19th installment of the Synapse Misfire Podcast. That was disastrous pre-recording. Alright, I'm going to redo the intro. Okay. I liked the energy, though. Hello and welcome to the 19th installment of the Synapse Misfire Podcast. This is definitely the first time I'm recording this intro. Definitely. I'm your host, Chris, and our co-host, who has already opened his horrendous mouth... Jordan, you're you know, supposed to keep you, quiet. You know what's funny? You know what's funny? When I opened my mouth and said that, I, w- I instantly said, you know what, I'm going to cut that because typically I don't say anything until you introduce me. And then you had to go out of your way to yeah. talk shit. Yeah, I will. I will fuck you. Uh, don't threaten me with a good time. All right, we'll be back in episode 20. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. That was it. That was the whole episode. <laughs> um, I might use that as our April Fool's episode. You can, you can, you, you... You you can uh, fucking Christ! What is happening to us? <laughs> you can import our RSS feed into your favorite or least favorite podcasting app, and you can find us on Spotify. Both links are in the description below, and you can always send us an uh, an email, comment, question, concern, or death threat at synapsemisfire at pm dot me. Yes, sir. Jesus, that was a rough one. So, Chris, what have you been up to in the last four and a half minutes? Anything new happen? No, I just had a mild stroke. <laughs> that wasn't a that wasn't a planned stutter. That was real. Yeah. Um, yeah, makes sense. Uh, anyway, man. hopping in, hopping in, <laughs> going all out. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't ask about the story note that just says mouse effigy. I was waiting for you to bring that up because I am con- very <laughs> confused as to what that is. But, like, I did not work that into conversation, you know what I mean? So, we have mice in our ceiling, in our apartment. Oh, funnily, funnily enough, there's a mouse in my ceiling currently that goes fucking ape shit and freaks out the boy, the cat. He was going crazy looking for the mouse because it's in the ceiling. But it's the loudest mouse I've ever heard. Yeah. It might even be, like, a rat or something. Maybe, because I remember we heard one one night after recording. You remember that? Yeah. Right over there? Yeah, this um, one sounded big. Yeah. Uh, so I asked the landlord about getting a fit and him being him. He was like, oh, I can't do much. Put, put, put down some traps. I'll burn some traps. He still hasn't brought the traps as of recording this. Uh, that was like four days ago. Okay. Um, so step one, he brings the traps. Uh, I'll try the it out. and release it into his house. <laughs> so how do you like that, fucker? I'm going to try the traps if he brings them. Uh, if that doesn't work, I'm going to tell him he needs to get someone or he's not getting his rent. But that, that's besides the point. Yes, that uh, is a legal thing you can do as much as your landlord will tell you you cannot. You can legally withhold rent if your landlord refuses to fix a problem that's in your apartment that you are renting. That is a law. Yeah. Don't get pushed around by your landlord. Anyway, exactly my thinking. Uh, it's like that scene in Spider-Man. In yeah, Spider-Man the door. 3. He goes, you'll get your rent when you fix this damn door. Why that that they scene bring... used to scare me. Why didn't they bring back Tobey Maguire? What did you hear for the new Spider-Man movie? They're supposed to... It, every leak is pointing to the fact that it's going to be... Tobey Maguire? Sp- it's going to be live-action Spider-Verse. Tobey Maguire? It's going to be Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. Ah, fuck Andrew Garfield. Dude, I liked him, Tobey Maguire. I liked Andrew, though. I mean, Tobey was better, but I think Andrew played the part of, like, Spider-Man the best. He just had this shitty non-teenager... Style. No, I think Tobey Maguire was the best Spider-Man and is the true canonical Spider-Man. Well, I agree that he was the best overall, but if you if you break it down into Peter Parker versus Spider-Man, I definitely think Tom Holland 
has the best Peter Parker? Nah. You don't think nah. so? Do you nah, know Toby Maguire? Are you aware that Peter Parker isn't a thirty-year-old man? No, Toby Maguire. Toby Maguire is a thirty-year-old man. And you, Spider-Man. Well, he hasn't fucking fixed He's this the goddamn. He's only though. good Spider-Man. I beg to differ, but besides the point, uh, the mouse effigy. I've decided that should the traps not work, and should the landlord blow me off, I'm going to find one of their kind, dice it up into tiny pieces, and make an effigy out of its organs. And hang that from the ceiling, so that way the mice know not to come down. It was either that or throw Oscar in the ceiling. If I, if I go to your apartment and there is a dead mouse hanging up from the ceiling, I'm just gonna walk back out. <laughs> I'm just gonna walk back out and drive home. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set traps like a cartoon. I'm gonna have like a, a zip line, uh, not a zip, a tripwire where. They, they step on it, and their foot's in, like, a loop, and then it just rips them into the ceiling. Have you seen that mouse trap? That is, instead of, uh, like, a plate that triggers a snap trap that destroys their spine, Yeah, it's a, a plate that triggers a, uh, the trigger on a gun. <laughs> have you seen that mouse trap I have, before? yeah. You and should it... do some, something like that, but with your shotgun. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Shotgun blast in the middle of the night. I'm just sleeping, and I'm just here. Dude, boom! This is the this is the loudest thing. The the whole ceiling just comes down. There's just fucking gore. Well, it's like the, a Doom Eternal finisher. I was just say you just glory kill the mouse. <laughs> I was just saying, with the way that apartment's put together, I wouldn't be surprised if the ceiling caved in after a, after a slight vibration. <laughs> Honestly, man. It's kind of a fucking joke. Uh, but, aside from the point, yeah, I, that was the that was the mouse effigy. I just, I've been thinking about ways ah, to deter them. And I that's think, horrifying. I think, uh, I think dicing one of their kind into tiny pieces you would be the best way. what really messes with mice what? is the glue traps. I had one of those and then Oscar just stuck in it. <laughs> Oh yeah, I had one left over. I had one left over um, from when I had mice from before I had Chunk, and Chunk got stuck in it. Huh. He found one, and it got stuck to his foot, and my dad told me, I was like, did you put glue traps for mice? I'm like, yeah, I did like months ago. I was like, oh, your cat got stuck in one of them. I had to, oh he was God. freaking out. I had to like pull it off of him. <laughs> so, yeah, that really Stupid messes with cats. them. So if you do that, and they get trapped, and then they just... It's if you have a couple of them, they all get trapped together and they just watch each other slowly die. Yeah, that might deter them. I uh, I want to play the little video I got. So I have uh, I have the Note 10 Plus, which I don't know if you remember. Part of the marketing was the whole zoom in audio thing. As you zoom in on a point, it'll focus audio from like that a point. video game. You know, like when you scope in on a rifle in a video oh, game. Oh, and you hear people talking. You can hear dialogue louder <laughs> as if you were right next to them yes. somehow. Yes, kind of like that. Um, so I did that on my ceiling, which I will be honest, it makes the mice sound quite a bit louder than they actually are. They are pretty loud up there, but... Uh, yep. Yeah. That's that, mice. That would be a mouse. Uh, they go fucking ape shit half the time, and it's very annoying. Um... So yeah, that was the solution. But something very exciting has been leaked, Chris. I can't believe I, I forgot to put it on the notes. I forgot to talk about it last it's more episode. More exciting than a a literal effigy made of mice. I think so. Oh, okay. Chris, do you know what has been leaked? No, I don't. Please tell me. 
the Samsung Galaxy Buds Pro. Galaxy Buds Pro? Actually has me excited because, because it's supposed to maintain the design that the Galaxy Buds Plus have versus the Live, meaning not garbage. Okay. But add AirPod Pro competitive level ANC. Hmm. Interesting. If it turns out to be what I think it will be because of how good the Galaxy Buds Plus are, I will I will be fully torqued for months. See, the thing is, I would be weary just because... Wary is the word I want, not weary. They're d- different things. Yeah. I'd be wary because of how much of a flop the Galaxy Buds Live, the Galaxy Buds Live were. See, um, see, that's what I find weird about the Buds Live, though, is like they were a flop in the sense that we didn't like them, but so many fucking people love those earbuds and swear by them. But that I think it's so that's weird. The thing is, like, you kind of have to. It's not target audience is that we're trying to get what at? i've heard they're not earbuds that like you can really listen to in public mm-hmm. um because everyone will hear your music yeah it's pretty uh and pretty bleedy everyone <laughs> will hear your music except you yeah seemingly um and like i don't know about you guys but like i listen to a lot of music and just like a lot of it is either really vulgar or like really strange mm-hmm or, like, I don't know, makes me look like a bad person or something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm and so excited. <laughs> that's the thing. I don't want other people to hear all my music all the time. Yeah, make you look like a different kind of person. Yeah, They'll exactly. They'll probably start being like, who this dumbass? Exactly. I don't know why they're Southern, but... But that's the thing. And also, and we're going to see this definitely on, on whatever ends up getting released, is the... Um, I... Hate, hate, hate touch controls on headphones. See, that's in, where that's where we differ. In any capacity. Really? I know you've talked about it because you put your arms fucking behind your head and you trigger them and it's depresso because it pauses the music. So, actually, no, maybe I'm lying. I do like one touch control on my Sony's. I was going to say Sony. The they have a feature on the the WX one thousand WH one thousands Mark threes whatever the fucking things are called the the noise canceling Sony headphones. Um, they have a feature on them where if you have noise canceling on or whatever, you can put your mm-hmm. hand up to the headphone and it will turn on ambient sound while your hand is there. I love that's Which, the that's one pretty reason. cool. That's the one of the major selling points to why I wanted the WF-1000 Mark III earbuds. Because they do the same thing with the touch. You hold your finger there, and while you're holding it, you can talk, and then you pull your hand off, and it's fine. So that's the thing, and um, that's the one touch control I do like. Mm-hmm. Um, but my thing with touch controls is they always accidentally end up getting triggered. And... When I actually try to use them, they don't work. You know, I thought about you the other day. That's that's pretty gay. Um, <laughs> how how'd you know? <laughs> how'd you know I was in the shower? Um, no, I was uh, I was grocery shopping with my girlfriend, and uh, of course you thought about me in the grocery store. 
<laughs> Fat man. Let me get there, course. you fucking yeah. douchebag. Oh, sure. I had my earbuds in. I was using the touch controls for numerous things, and I, all I thought was, wow, I actually like these. Hmm. And instantly I went, oh, shit. Yeah, Chris hates touch controls. And then I tried to ponder why. Because I have no problem with my Galaxy Buds Plus touch controls. Maybe, I find them beautiful. Maybe I'm just an idiot. Well, you also have bigger hands than me, like fatter fingers. It's like when I actually try to use the touch controls on my WH-1000s, they don't actually work. See, I'm not a fan of the swipe touch controls, especially on earbuds, but like the, they taps, have, the taps are nice. They have the feature where you can swipe up, volume up, swipe down, volume down. That one works like 60% Forward of the back. time. Yeah. They have the thing where you double tap in the center and it'll play or pause. That one only works when I don't want it to work. Yeah. When I... There... Okay. This is my ultimate thing here. This is my, my final word on touch controls, I will say. They're okay, but add a switch to turn them off. Yeah. Like a little toggle switch. Oh, a touch lock, yeah. Or some, yeah, something like that. Because I know, like, there's a software in the Galaxy Buds that lets you do that. Because there's two buttons, like, or it's on this side. Um, on the left ear cup, there's two buttons, one that controls, like, the noise canceling, and then there's a power button. Just add a third button that you press it, and it'll go, like, touch control is active. And then you can do your touch control thing. And then hit the button again and go, touch controls disabled. And then it's done. Yeah. Call that a day. I would be okay with that. Yeah. The only other thing that has even more obnoxious touch controls is my Tautronics uh, wireless earbuds. Really? You Why? cannot. You can't actually put them in your ears um, without, oh, without something on the touch controls. Yeah. Anywhere you touch them, it's touch controls. That's the trouble with small earbuds. Honestly, like I don't have problems with my Galaxy Buds so doing obnoxious. that, but I could see where you probably would with bigger hands, would probably have that exact problem. Yeah. You know, just you just all of a sudden you turn it on, Google Assistant is like listening. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I can't find my flash drive that I was very hype about. What? Where would you? I would think you, it might would, be what, on what, your what, 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 desk, uh, but I'm not entirely sure. I'll find it after. Okay. But yeah, I'm excited for Galaxy Buds Pro because that's the one thing I've wanted. As much as I don't think I'll use it. Um, a ton. If I could get this version of earbuds um, with good ANC, like what I've heard AirPods Pro are like, very good. Um, the only downside I saw was the rumors look like they come in the same fucking case as the Bean Buds. That square nasty case. I prefer yeah. I prefer this one way better. The pill style. Um, That was another thing that I heard. I watched a video about this about the beans um and like one of the main comparisons that that was made was to the airpod pros um because they're in the same sort of league they're supposed to be anyway yeah um both in price and in like features well are they really in price though because no, I, I think the beans the... are 170 i think airpods pro are like 250 okay yeah sorry just in like features, in features they're I mean. supposed to be yeah um fucking Fake ass ANC. And now, uh, the what I heard, one of the complaints was that the case feels a lot cheaper, um, and the hinge, like the part that's genuinely used all the time, the hinge, is like shitty plastic. Whereas on the AirPods Pro's case and the AirPods case, it's a metal hinge, a proper metal hinge, and the plastic is all very stout plastic. Yeah. 
Um, hmm. That's like it's not as high quality of a case, mm-hmm. and it's not like your sunglasses case or anything. It's like that's where they're supposed to be. Is in yeah. that case. I uh I didn't I mean I again I haven't really held AirPods Pro I've just seen outstanding reviews for it and actually Chris that I talked about from work has them uh, and he yeah. loves them, um, but when I had them as well as these Galaxy Buds Plus the case I mean I didn't notice much necessarily cheap about it it does have like I think a plastic hinge and maybe like a little metal rod in it but like as for like overall build quality it was uh it was good. But again, AirPod, I haven't held AirPods Pro, so maybe they are genuinely like robust feeling. Yeah, that um, might be what it is. That's the thing. And but Galaxy Buds Pros, I don't know. They could be interesting. I'm extremely excited because it's just I want something tangible and something mm. that has an unbiased review before. I'd buy anything. Well, just know if they do come out and they promise what I think they will, I will be buying them, so you'll know. I just hope they drop this stupid glossy finish. I hate that. Fingerprint magnet. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, it does... No, it doesn't. I was going to say, it shows scratches less than the matte finish on, like, the uh, icons and the original Galaxy Buds, but that's only because this has micro scratches while the other one showed all the major scratches. I don't know. I just don't like the glossy finish that much. Not gonna That's lie. That's fair. Um, it's not that I really care that much, but still, that'd be a nice addition if it came in a nice, robust case. I would hope so. It's supposed to be, like I said, AirPods Pro competitor. Um, that's promising a lot if that's really what they're gonna try to do. I think, I think the time for making like expensive things out of plastic should be over. Yeah. Like, the cases for stuff like that, it should be, like, at least, like, an aluminum case or something, yeah. right? There Painted shouldn't right. be Painted so aluminum, much yeah. plastic. Mm-hmm. Well, like, not even, I'm not even making, like, an environmental point about this. I, just I from a quality perspective. I couldn't really care less. Um, Just from, yeah, a quality perspective. Like, um, like I said, that, that 3D printer I bought uh, that I was talking about last episode... That was a cheap 3D printer. It's like 250 And the thing's all metal. Yeah. It's all metal. I just... We need to see more metal stuff. Yeah. Because... Even on, like, car parts, too. A lot of car parts are starting to become A lot plastic. of, like... Uh, I've heard that a lot of, like, German cars. Like, a new BMW. Like, a $60,000 car. Most of the stuff in the engine bay is plastic. Yeah. You know, where all the heat is. <laughs> yeah. Uh... That's, I like. We need to stop making stuff out of plastic, and if you really do care about the environment, which I said, like I, it's not a focus of mine. I'm no environmentalist. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I guess you kind of gotta care because we live here. Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you gotta metal, care a little bit. Yeah. Metal can always be melted back down. Plastic can't necessarily always be melted back down. There's yeah. certain types of plastics. Um, that once they are formed, you won't be able to melt them down in such a way that they can be formed into something else. Yeah. Metal, no matter what you do to it, you you can melt that baby up, heat her up and, and melt her down, you know, skim all whatever slag comes off the top, skim that off and that's your waste product. But yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I'll be honest. I wouldn't, I would appreciate a aluminum, a painted aluminum, uh, 
case for something out of aluminum. Pro. And that's cheap too. It's like only a little bit more than plastic. Yeah, aluminum. And it's like you said. I mean, we do pay very high prices for some of the stuff you buy that comes or, in plastic. If you want really good brownie points with me, make it out of steel. Hmm. It yeah. won't. It just won't ever break. Yeah. But I guess things are kind of designed to break now, aren't they? Yeah. Very true. Uh, that's kind of the the whole point going forward is things are supposed to become obsolete. That kind of sucks. It's kind of well. It's kind of like um. We talked about the M1 chip, which people have actually uh, tried now. And, it, you know, it seems good, but the RAM being built into the chip. A little bit obsolete there, you know? Uh, no, oh, that's no, so annoying. No room for upgrade. There's no upgradable RAM or storage, I don't think, on that on the oh, new MacBook. that's so annoying. That's so, that's so annoying. So. Now, what's going to happen? Because at least... On newer MacBooks, I think newer MacBook Pros, it is socketed, the RAM, mm -hmm. because there's so many configurations. Yeah. But on MacBook Airs, you have, like, two RAM configurations. It's, like, 8 and 16 gigs. Yeah, and that's it. And they're both soldered to the board. Those you could at least replace if you had the know-how. Yeah. Um, They were, like, relatively easy to unsolder and replace. But now if it's built into the CPU, you're going to have to replace that whole unit. So that brings the amount of people... Which I doubt the M1 is socketed. I, I, doubt, I don't think it's socketed. The amount of people who are going to replace or be able to replace a complicated BGA chip like that is probably like in the single digits. Yeah. Um, and the amount of people... Who are going to pay for um, the amount of people who are going to pay for that BGA chip to be replaced is probably in the zeros. Yeah. Um, and that's frankly that's stupid. Which I think even worse than soldered RAM, like soldered CPUs, I kind of get. Mm -hmm. uh, but soldered RAM is kind of it's shitty. And then what's even more shitty than that is soldered storage. Yeah. With, like, that's stupid. So now, what happens is you go to the you go to the Apple store and they go, oh, there's a minor fault with your logic board. We're just going to swap it all out. Because they don't call it a motherboard for some reason. Mm -hmm. There's a minor fault with your motherboard. We're just going to swap the whole thing out. Uh, get fucked. You don't have storage anymore. Uh, all those precious family photos that were on your storage nah you don't have them you don't have them no more yeah just get an ssd just put it on an ssd it's uh, it's like it's just as fast it's just as reliable and it's not annoying yeah the only uh not to play devil's advocate but the only thing about apple with losing photos and stuff is they do have that you know robust icloud system with their whole ecosystem I suppose, but not everyone also pays for it and has all their shit backed up, and you don't, you don't, you don't see failure coming on a laptop. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you see things happening. You're like, hmm, something's awry, but it, it just could be a day where the thing doesn't turn on. Well, and with solid state storage, you can't exactly hear it going wrong either. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. Was like with the hard drive, you can sometimes hear it clicking, making noises, but yeah, not so much. You hear electricity, you're like, 
Oh, here's it. I <laughs> uh, hear a failure. I heard a bit just. I right. heard that drop from uh, from five volts down to three. I heard it. I, uh, boys, we dropped a one. We <laughs> we flipped a bit, boys. Flipper back. <laughs> um, I I just think I don't know. I I think store, soldered storage is is definitely not the way to go. Also. I guess a lot of people do end up backing stuff up to OneDrive, or I said OneDrive. Um, iCloud. iCloud, which is OneDrive, but better. Um, <laughs> True. OneDrive, but it probably works um, and isn't annoying. But they use iCloud. I guess that makes sense. But, like, think about the kind of people who buy MacBooks. Yep. Right? Not guys like us. People who don't know anything about anything. And if that's offensive, I apologize. But it's my honest opinion that most people who buy MacBooks buy it because it's a MacBook. Mm -hmm. And not because they care about the computing power or know anything about computers. They buy a MacBook because, oh, everyone has a MacBook. All the cool people have a MacBook. What do I need this $2,700 laptop for? I don't know. What makes this laptop $2,700? I don't know. What's an Intel Core i9? I don't know. I just want the thing. You know? Mm -hmm. It's it's stupid. Uh, So, Mac's usually for stupid people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. That's one way to put it. Um, Did you see the new MacBook Air with the M1 chip? Uh, This isn't necessarily like dissing Apple, but... They took the fan out. There's no fan in the M1 Apple uh, MacBook Air. That's fair, and, I think. And so, no, and it's fine. They use a passive heat uh, dissipation. But what I just thought was so funny was I was reading the comments on the video talking about it, and the guy goes, damn, they took the air out of MacBook Air. I'm like, damn. I guess they did. I'm like, damn, he got a point. <laughs> it's, the, it's the MacBook now. The MacBook Passive. MacBook passive. Um, passive I'm still book. waiting on the MacBook liquid where you just hook that bitch up to a reservoir and it then just pumps away. Um I uh I I I was gonna make a point. No, they had just a MacBook for a while. They didn't have they had MacBook Air, did, MacBook they, Pro. Did they still make a MacBook? No. And they just had the MacBook, which was the twelve inch one with the one port. Yeah. Um Yeah, because now it's just the Air and the Pro, huh? The Air and the Pro. So, maybe let me rephrase my statement from earlier. MacBook Airs are for stupid people. Yeah. MacBook Pros, sometimes people buy them because they know what they're doing. Yeah. Which, I guess you could get a MacBook Pro for, like, I'm thinking maybe music creation. That's, yeah, I that's what say, most they people have some good editing for. software. Um, Final Cut Pro, if that's your game... Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like, that stuff seems decent, you know. Seems like you can get a decent amount done with Final Cut. Um, you could always just use DaVinci Resolve, mm-hmm. which is free and has a lot more features than Final Cut. Mm-hmm. But it has a full built-in audio editor, full built-in color grader, full built-in uh, video effects and stuff. It's it's a very solid editor, but that's just my opinion, you know. Yeah. That's just, uh, just, I, you know. Just because you're anti-Apple. Blackmagic, please pay me. I'm promoting your software. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, the M1 performance, so it's pretty good, you know? 
I didn't expect it to be bad per se. It's just I, I it just seems like it's not going to take off in such a way that it's going to replace all the Intel chips that they use. Yeah. Which is kind of exactly what we expected was like. Yeah. I didn't expect it to flop and die. I didn't expect it to be like the butterfly switches that they had. <laughs> the butterfly Which switches are literally didn't stick designed around. to fail. Yeah. Um but what I will say, I've used mo- a modern MacBook exactly once. Um and I will say the keyboard is very nice. Yeah. Um they have it a pretty was solid keyboard. Generation after the butterfly. Yeah. I heard the butterfly was pretty good, but it but broke. if you got anything underneath, it would break. Yeah. It would just detonate the keyboard. Yeah, basically. Um so that that's that's the thing with the butterfly keyboard, but they the new keyboards are they're very nice to type on. Um the thing I will say and this isn't just MacBooks, this is all modern laptops, the trackpads are getting out of control. What do you mean? Like like size or Yeah. They're huge. Mm-hmm. Always. Why? Uh, Why do I need that much trackpad? Maybe to simulate uh, range of motion. Who is using that much trackpad? Who's using trackpad in the first place? Yeah. I do have to say, some of I don't know why when you just said that, it made me think of that dumbass, flat-ass Apple mouse they have, where it's like... Oh, it's just a trackpad, but big. Yeah, um... Well, it was a trackpad, but big, but now every trackpad is 15 square miles. They're, uh... This thing's huge. Some of Apple's peripherals are fucking retarded, (laughs) like... Like that yeah. mouse, the thing's like seventy bucks. Yeah, their uh, their little uh, keyboard too, a little skinny ass keyboard yeah. they have. I mean, it's like a. I, I think the type on it is fairly nice, but like it's like three inches tall. Um, what about? I'm gonna ask you. How how is Mac OS nowadays? Because last time I used it was in eighth grade. Was when I used it extensively on an iMac, I... and then I used it like a couple years ago once and. I fucking hate it. I Even have... the fact that there's no Fs and minimize, it's like these colored circles. Like I have no idea. I've used I've in the last in the last seven years, I've probably used Mac OS for like twenty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had to fix like a couple things um on um, some personal laptops that belong to some higher ups in the company I work at, and that's like, they they, you know what they say goes usually. So I'm like, I don't usually fix personal things. But yeah. Like it's you know. It's them. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, last I checked, it was absolute <laughs> a nightmare. Like I just I don't know. I think it's gotten better for sure with Big Sur or whatever. Um. You just kind of have to get used to it. Um, I will say I don't really like um, the, like, what do they call it? The dock. Mm -hmm. I don't like that as a system. Yeah. It's kind of, it's the same sort of idea as a taskbar, but, like, I even don't, a lot of of Linux distros try this, too. It just kind of sucks. Yeah. Where it's like it's you know, it's, I don't know. it's just hmm. not as good. It takes up way more space, and doesn't look as nice. You can only have applications on it. Yeah, 
your time and stuff is at the top. What's the deal with that? I wonder what they're going to do with their iPads. Consider it's funny to see them develop this M1 chip for their laptops and then promote the iPad by saying, what's a computer? What's a computer? That A little contradictory. I general, Genuinely, that might be might be the worst ad I've ever seen. Yeah. The what's a computer? I mean, ad. last time I checked, I wasn't playing Valhalla on I a, remember, ma- um, an iPad. I remember I watched that ad on TV when it was still running on TV. I watched that ad. I'm like, I'm going to beat this child to death just for being involved with this commercial. Just for being so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm so upset. Yeah. Because it was the original iPad Pro, right? Yeah. I think um, it was the original one, yeah. Because they were trying to market fully, it as an alternative. For a fully decked out iPad Pro, you know, the Pro, the keyboard, the whole bit, it's like $1,000. I think I think if you get the new iPad like Pro, it's $1,000. And the keyboard is $350. So it's like $1,500. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fact check. I'm going to fact check us before... Before anyone gets angry, I'm going to fact check us. iPad. iPad Pro. iPad Pro. The iPad Pro. Um, the 11 inch starts at 7.99, and the 12.9 inch starts at 9.99. Um, if you want any meaningful amount of storage, so the 128 is 9.99, the 256 is 1,099, the 512 is 12.99, and the one terabyte is 14.99. That's fourteen hundred dollars and on top of that hang on let me go back keyboards the apple keyboard the good one is 350 right the is, magic keyboard um the magic keyboard is 299 so what is that like 1800 dollars total if you want to fully spec it if you want to fully spec out one that is 1800 dollars um that's entering macbook pro territory if you like, if you really wanted to, if you're gonna full fully spec out iPad Pro, why not just save the spend the extra few dollars and get an uh, uh, MacBook Pro, or spend the same amount of money and get a slightly used MacBook Pro? Yeah, get one on eBay. Yeah, truthfully, I don't know what to tell you. That's nuts. That price. Oh my god. There's no way in hell that I'm paying. Fifteen hundred dollars for a tablet. Yeah. Spe- uh, hey, speaking of tablets, we're doing a sideway. Fucking tablet that's fifteen hundred dollars. Ridiculous. A thousand dollars ridiculous. Eight hundred dollars is ridiculous for a tablet. I'm gonna. I'm I gonna make you matter. I would spend a dollar over two hundred for a tablet. I'm gonna make you matter. Okay. Okay. Heard of the Etz One Fold? No. It's made by your favorite company, Lenovo. Ooh. I like Lenovo, but I like Lenovo in like 2014. Look up the Etz One Fold. It is a tablet, laptop, foldable, like the Galaxy Z Fold. Lenovo X One Fold? Yep. Because they had the X One line of laptops, the X One Carbon. Which are incredible, yes. The world's first foldable PC. That's pretty bold, Lenovo. The guys who make laptops. That's pretty bold. <laughs> I just locked my laptop by doing that. Uh, yeah. New World's first foldable. Yeah. It's also $2,800. You're fucking me right now. 
Starting right. at, oh, I'm sorry, starting at $2,800. All right. You, oh, my God, man, the right. price on this fucking thing. All right. Oh, my God. All right, hang on. The world's first foldable PC, which is blatantly a lie, um, because I'm holding a foldable PC right now. Um, let's see, buy now. I'm going to buy one right now, on stream. On stream? On podcast. For $2,800? Oh, yeah. An Intel fi- i5. No, it L- starts at $2,499. I'm on Lenovo's website. It says starting at I'm on Lenovo's website right now, and I'm seeing web price. ThinkPad X1 Fold, $2,499. Huh. Read them and weep, baby. What is that? Uh, what is that? I'm on view. Just view current model. I just clicked add to cart. Or I just clicked buy now. Um, let's see what a top spec model is. Thirty one hundred dollars. Windows ten Pro. That's fair. Um, eight gigs. There we of, go. Now it's bringing Eight it up. gigs of RAM. One terabyte of storage for $3,100. If I am paying $3,000 for a computer, it better have more than 8 gigs of RAM. But Chris, it's not a computer. It's a foldable PC. It's the first one. Oh, it even tells you the RAM is soldered. It is soldered. It's soldered. I wouldn't expect anything less. Um, no. If you're making me spend three grand on a computer, I don't expect any less than 32 gigs of RAM. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the thing. My computer costs like three grand. A little less than three grand, actually. You got, you got 64. And I have 64 gigs of RAM. So suck my nuts. I'm not paying three grand for eight gigs of RAM. Yeah. And no dedicated GPU. Oh, but I get the Lenovo Mod Pen. Wow. The only thing I will say that makes me happy about it is their hinge design is pretty good, so hopefully that'll influence future foldables. I'm not even mad at this because it folds. I'm just mad at it because it's so expensive. Mm-hmm. Which is probably a result of it folding. When it starts... now, I paid less than that for my PC. Less than 2500 I paid $1,700. The $1, cheapest one I'm my... looking at is $2,499. Um, oh, it supports 5G coming in 2021. Wow. Sick. That way you can use it in all, like, three cities that have it. You can hear the excitement in my voice. Clearly. Um, you, let's see. The bottom spec model has a Core i5 L16G7 processor, 1.4 gigahertz. Yeah, I saw that. It's up fucking Up to 3 laughable. gigahertz. Fucking laughable. Five cores, five threads, that's strange. Four megabytes of cache, that's fucking nothing. Uh, a foldable 2K OLED screen, so it's at least OLED. Wait a minute. That's fair. Wait a minute. Every model of it has the same i5. What is different? Wait, the wait. Same, it's the storage that changes. That's it. <laughs> You're shitting me right now. It's only the storage. You are fucking kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. You pay, you pay an extra 6 hundred dollars for a one terabyte ssd i can buy a one terabyte ssd for 50 bucks i or like a like hundred bucks depending on the day my one terabyte nvme ssd was like 119 mine was yeah about 100 and that's an nvme 
Yeah. If you got a SATA SSD, you can get them for like 80 bucks. Man. I, I just realized that's the only thing that changes. It's the same i5. I like... Um, I like Lenovo up until... Five minutes ago? No, up until like 2015, 2016 maybe. Mm-hmm. Because, like, this laptop I have, pretty stout. This is from 20... That probably fucked up the mic, because I heard the springs reverberating. Yeah. Um, this laptop's pretty stout. It's mostly plastic. Yeah. Which I just complained about plastic things, but it's solid plastic. It's like the fiberglass reinforced plastic, and there's no deck flex. Yeah, at new all. Lenovo laptops, new laptops in general, deck flex out the ass. How? Just make it out of something like make it out of not garbage, please. There's uh, just want to bring this up. There's the ThinkPad S1 Yoga Gen Five. For twelve ninety nine, right? You get an i5 10th gen processor, 1.6 up to 4.2, 16 gigs of RAM. Granted, it is DDR3. Uh, you get a 512 gigabyte PCIe SSD. And it's it's literally $1,300 cheaper. <laughs> but, but, but I'll hang on, hang on. Before I give them too much credit, what is this? It says web price 3100 after coupon 1300 what? So apparently it's on a major sale. So if that's the case, 3100 then never mind. That laptop is also trash. Look up ThinkPad X1 Yoga Gen three, uh, 5. Mm, laptops. It's the ThinkPad. Oh, um. ThinkPad X1. Yoga Gen 5. Wow. And here's me thinking I used to like Lenovo. Starting at twelve seven fifty, or no twelve seven twelve seventy fifty. Um, let's see here. Yeah, I see the one that's I see one that's thirty three hundred dollars with a fourteen hundred dollar coupon. Um, uh, I see the one you're looking at. I think the tenth gen i five, um, sixteen gigs of soldered RAM. 512 gig SSD um, for 17.59, um, but before any coupons, it is 31.99. There's one for yeah. 3,800 that with coupons is 2,100, and one for 3,300 that with coupons is 1,800. Hey, I just want to bring this up. I don't know why I'm still looking at stuff, but they have a desktop here, a gaming desktop. Yo, the price is actually not that bad. No, their gaming desktops are... I've heard good things about them. Sits 50 with the coupon right now, right? A 9th Gen i5 uh, 2.9 up to 4.1. Windows 10, obviously. 16 gigs of DDR4, 256 gig PCIe SSD, a 1660 Ti. It's not that bad. Really isn't that bad for Sits 50. Yeah, go buy that. And really, the only thing you'd have to do is swap out that fucking power supply. That's inevitably a nuke waiting to go off. At least in my experience. Anyway, that's the one unfold, Chris. I don't know how much of that's staying in, but maybe I can cut around it. Uh, what do you think? You wanna you wanna go halves on a thirty five hundred dollar tablet? No, I don't think I will. 
Damn. And here I was thinking we were getting a podcast. That's one fold. Guess I'll have to stick to mouse effigies. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Boo-hoo. Right? Um, what about the new uh, new Radeon cards? Oh. I see you put some stuff in there about that. Yeah, the, the launch for those was a fucking mess. It's old the, news by the time this goes up. Yeah. But... but the launch for everything, next gen, has been a fucking disaster. Yeah, they had no stock to fill pre-orders. So, there were shops that had, like, five and 600 pre-orders that ended up with, like, three or four graphics cards. Yeah. Not three or four hundred, three or four. Period. That's it. But, I guess there's a big uh, Christmas rush going on right now, so they're shipping out thousands of them. Um... So they're shipping those out on in mass. Um, however, if you're looking for a new GPU, there's a Bitcoin bubble right now. Bitcoin's up to like 19k. Jesus. So, so you're gonna have people buying GPUs in mass to mine Bitcoin. This happened in 2017, with the where 10 a 1080, yeah, with the 1080 Ti's went from like 650, 750 to like 14 or 1500 bucks. That's... Because everyone was buying them. And never mind scalped ones. Yeah. That's absolutely insane, man. I This is a rough year for next-gen hardware. Yeah. It's like impossible to get anything. The new consoles, the new cards, anything. The new processors. What about... Con- like, they have to have some made for Christmas, right? Surely. The Sony uh, president said they are done. They are out they sold every piece of hardware they had holy shit <laughs> so um how true that is i don't know but it's insane it seems like out of all the consoles that were sold and all the cards that were sold maybe 12 percent of the populace that actually wanted the cards for personal use or the consoles for personal use got it and the rest was scalped that's what it seems like, anyway. Yeah, I was looking the other day, because um, I was on a, a conversation with someone at work, about um, scalped PS5s and stuff. And, like, they're still, like, 1500 bucks. Yeah. My brother has one. My brother was, ended up getting a PS5. There was actually a guy um, <laughs> that I saw on eBay who was, like, he had one up that said, uh, this is a P- the, an image of a PS5. <laughs> don't bid on this this is just a uh, a listing to trick bots yeah and that one was bid up to like 1500 bucks and it was like uh or no, it was bid up to like seven or eight hundred bucks and it, it was like when you buy this you will receive a printed picture of a ps5 yeah this is only to trick bots. they uh they did that with the 30 series as well uh some people did that where they sent photos of uh of the fucking cards it's it's insane dude Absolutely insane. But you know what wasn't scalped that I was able to buy? Totally not tech-related. I got new shoes. Okay. Yeah. I like them. Uh, you ever, you ever wear mesh sneakers at all? Like running shoes or anything like that? No. I always do. And, you know, like today, rain. Water bad. ingress. Bad. Yes. Um... I have been buying shoes from a company called Vessi for a while now. They make the only mesh waterproof sneaker. And god damn is it incredible. 
funny enough, the same day I got the sneakers, I got a super limited edition poster in the mail that was soaked because it was fucking pouring that day. So I'm getting oh, a, I'm getting a new one sent to me. That's so annoying. Which is nice. But yeah, funny enough, ironically enough, I got these right here, and they are waterproof. I just I have a set fucking of, love them. I just set of have a set of hiking boots that are waterproof. Yeah. <clears throat> cause the they cause that sweat though. Not not really. No. Nah. Tell me, hiking boots are not hot. Nah. You're a fucking weirdo. They're not. How are they not? They just aren't. What I don't do you know. mean? I don't know what to tell you. They're just not. So in the summer, when you're just chilling, they're not hot? No. All right. They just aren't. Apparently, you got you got something going. There. You they got like not. little fans. They're just like regular shoes. Nah. That shit do be getting hot, though. Nah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> nah. Well, anyway. <laughs> Anyway, that's why I wear mesh sneakers. They're way more comfortable than, like, a, a solid skate shoe. I used to wear skate shoes my entire life. Oh, my God. Never going back, honestly. Skate shoes. Fucking hate them. You got anything, Dad? Ah. Any Anything uh, happen? I'm trying to think if there was anything I saw. I had uh, an incident with um, my Bluetooth adapter recently. In what? Your car? Or your PC? No, on my computer. I, uh, okay, so, for some reason, my headphones weren't pairing, and then I yeah. see in my, on my Bluetooth adapter, I looked in device manager, it just said, like, driver error. Oh, nice. Like, well, that doesn't help. So, I was like, hang on, maybe I can get the driver manually. So, I tried to do that, and this is, I'm cutting, like, hours out of my story yeah. like th maybe an hour goes by i'm finally able to find the right driver and install it and it recognizes it and i can pair my headphones now but when i actually play sound it's like it cuts in and out so really? it'll be like eh, uh, 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 uh. what the hell yeah it was weird and then i was like oh my god so I just like I completely got rid of the driver and I'm like I'm just gonna do a Windows update and then restart mm -hmm. and see if that does anything. No, it doesn't. Um, and then probably like after messing with this thing for like probably two hours. Jesus Christ! I didn't do anything and it just worked. Really? And it still works, but. The only thing is, I have to change, when I reboot, I have to change the driver from generic Bluetooth radio to generic Bluetooth adapter for some reason. Huh. Or else it won't work. I don't know why, but that's a change I can make, and that's okay with me. Yeah, as long as it works. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. And that's, that's, that was that. That was frustrating. Incredibly so. Yeah, I can imagine. I didn't like the pop that chair just made. That's fine, probably. Can't. Alright, it's now the chunk show. Say something. Didn't want to say anything. Hello? Are you alive? Oh, he wants to leave. Hang on. Alright, go on. 
Damn, what a dickhead. Hey, you realize that when this episode goes live, we'll be playing Cyberpunk, baby. Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. This will go out on the 16th. Yeah. Cyberpunk. I'll be playing it, probably. Yeah. As will I. That's that's crazy that it hasn't been delayed again. Yeah, and no, it's, you know people have the game, right? There's spoilers roaming around the internet now. Well, I will People keep, got physical copies. Of I will it. keep my eyes closed. Yeah, people uh, got physical copies early. No, the corner of the internet I usually hang out in won't have spoilers. Where's that, Pornhub? Yeah. No, <laughs> I just like... I've completely broken my YouTube recommended because yeah. I just uh, watch literally anything. Memes and stuff. That's the problem with mine is that I will. I I got spoilers for like Red Dead Two, but I don't watch. And the last I, I like I don't watch anything video game related. Mm-hmm. So you'll be good, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I usually have to stay off the internet for off YouTube specifically for a while. Uh, after something major comes out. Yeah, there's a couple like things where I'd be like, well, maybe there would they would spoil something, but I just won't. I'll just avoid it. Mm. You know, I have to get in the habit of not looking at uh, thumbnails and just reading like the first word of the title when I'm scrolling through like YouTube or anything. Yeah. Um. The only other thing I could think of is spoilers might show up on like Instagram because that definitely happened with. The Star Wars movies and Last of Us Two, I saw. Endgame, I saw. There was a lot of spoilers for that stuff, so I'm assuming they'll get a hold of the spoilers for Cyberpunk and post them. Mm-hmm. So I could just not use Instagram. Do you actually hear uh, CD Projekt Red put out like a, a notice about spoilers? Did they? And. It was so funny because they started off almost as if they were the betas, and they were like, "They were like, please don't. We want everyone to experience the game. You know, don't stream it or post content until launch day." And then they just ended it on a final statement. They're like, "Oh, never mind. They're the alphas." They were like, "Otherwise, we will send." And it was uh, a corporation that hunts down people who spoil things and leak things that are technically under like DRM. Oh, uh, no, sorry, not the NDA. I'm sorry. Jesus. What the hell was that? Uh, the mouse in my ceiling is going crazy. He's trying to get yeah. it. He just jumped off of something. Yeah. Things that are under NDA, not DRM. I don't know why that came to mind. Um, They'll hunt them down. And, and they kill li- them. They literally quoted them. They were like, we will send whatever after you. Is that That's how they ended it. That's what they finished the sentence with. And it was just like, oh, shit. Okay. Spoil Cyberpunk and we will kill you. Um, We'll send an organization out to have you murdered. What about, uh, does Cyberpunk have a DRM? I almost remember hearing it does. Mm, I assume not because on, at least on Gog Galaxy, I don't think anything has DRM. Yeah. Um, just because, yeah. Um. Did you actually hear about the multiplayer for Cyberpunk? Uh, I heard it was going to be a thing, but like, it's probably like an afterthought thing, I imagine. It's a massive expansion coming later. It's they said they don't want it to be just another mode. It's gonna be its own massive thing. So, 
Okay. The so. only thing I, I would say about that is, like, if it's its own massive expansion, I really hope it's not required multiplayer and you can play it on your own. That's kind of what I don't like about Ghost of Tsushima's free expansion, Ghost of, uh, Ghost of Tsushima Legends, is that it's required multiplayer. Ugh. So I hope it's not. Um, But, you know, multiplayer could be kind of cool for a game like that. I just, if anyone can do it right, I would think CD Projekt Red would kind of understand the market and understand what the players uh, want. I, mm, that's the thing is they haven't really made many multiplayer games before. Really, yeah. One I can think of in like recent memories, like Gwent. Yeah, but yeah. Gwent. <laughs> I, that was the bane of my existence when I played The Witcher. Yeah, I thought I was like the only one who was like, I just don't. I'm not really interested in this. I'm not. Frankly. I fucking hated it. I avoided it at all costs. I kind of did too. I was like, I'm just not really interested in this card game that's tacked onto the game, Massive frankly. RPG. Yeah. Yeah, just not that interested. It's okay if you are, and I know a lot of people are, but I just don't care. Yeah. They even made a standalone game for it, which is cool. Which kinda, is fine. Kind of happy like to It's like Hearthstone. That. I mean, like, a lot of people are into Hearthstone. It's just I just don't like Hearthstone or any of those sorts of games, because I'm not, I'm not severely autistic. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we just offended so many people. Well, I mean, that's, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm generalizing a little bit, but. A little bit? I would say a lot of people who go really hard into Hearthstone are at least a little bit autistic. Yeah, maybe. That might be the case. But, regardless... I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. happy for Cyberpunk. I wish I could skip to now and play it. I wish I was already playing it, yeah. Should have been since November, but, you know. Yeah. You know what I was thinking, too? Combat in The Witcher 3 wasn't that great. Ooh. I made a noise. Yeah. The combat in The Witcher 3 wasn't remarkable. Um. Nah. If you think about it, it was very much like story first. Everything else kind of was, you know, just there. Yeah, and it was okay. It was yeah. like story and world. So, like, the game had a really good world, uh, you know, cool characters, cool narrative. I kind of like that out of a game, really. Like, I don't really mind that. Well, do, do you, did you ever think about, like, the fact that Cyberpunk is an RPG first-person shooter? Yeah, a lot of games are RPG first-person shooters. Like what? Fallout. Yeah. A lot of people like Fallout. Yeah, but see, Fallout as an RPG is very different than what Cyberpunk or like The Witcher is kind of building up to be. I'd say it's more like Deus Ex. Um, I don't know if you've ever played the Deus Ex games, but like the gunplay is pretty bad. I mean, it's not incredible in Fallout either. Yeah. So, like, I hope that doesn't happen in Cyberpunk. I hope it's not, like, ass. It might have been... It might have been good... Thinking about Fallout. It might have been good when Fallout 3 was new. But now it just feels clunky and dated. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like GTA 5 controls, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, all those games, there's... At least on consoles, there's virtually no gunplay because it aims your gun for you. Yeah. So... So, I mean, I'm a little... Nervous for that. The only thing that makes me a little happy is, uh, I guess there was a thing where someone who played Cyberpunk said the first gunfight doesn't happen until four hours into the game. 
So okay. if that's the focus, then cool, I guess. Maybe it will be a lot more exploration and narrative than actual combat. I like exploration in games. I like to explore. As do I. I like to just, like, uh, look at every crevice in the world. Mm-hmm. Sniff it like a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to, um, like to look through things. I like to loot people. Yep. Yeah, that's definitely, because I know you can, I saw in, uh, the, what is that promotional thing they released, where you, it shows you the kind of three paths you can choose. Oh, the life paths? Yeah. Yeah. I like, um, this is not a first playthrough thing, but a second playthrough thing, where I want to do, I want to choose the corpo, the corporate life path. I'm doing Nomad. And become, I just want to become, like, a completely evil businessman. Yeah. Like, fully evil. I just want to murder indiscriminately. <laughs> I uh, I want to do Nomad on my Man, first woman, child. Yeah. Do you know I'll, which one you're doing yet? I'll probably do Nomad. Yeah. I think it... I a uh, podcast I was listening to was talking about it, and it uh, they made a really good point that I was thinking about with the Nomad lifestyle. Is Remember in Oblivion, how you're in the sewers, and then you finally step out of the sewers, and you're introduced to this world, and you're kind of like, whoa. Yeah. You know? Wouldn't it be kind of cool to spend, you know, the first couple hours of the game in the desert and then go to Night City and be like, whoa, this city's, like, fucking crazy. Dang, this shit go crazy. So, that's cool. I I mean, I think that'd be cool if something like that happens. Uh, The plot of the game has me intrigued, too, because I keep hearing, like, just the basic plot where they say it's about hunting the key to immortality. Like, I wonder what the hell they're going to do with the story of this game, because I know nothing beyond that. Yeah. Um, imagine. Ah, uh, man, imagine that's just how the game ends, is you just get that key to immortality, and then just you just never die after yeah. the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. There's so much. It's I can't think of a lot of games that have had major, major gameplay changes like that after you beat the maze. I'm think maybe Subnautica has that, where the, uh, the little guys, the little friggin' the little guys that teleport you, out of your submarine, the really annoying ones, they don't exist after you beat the game. Oh, yeah? Because they existed... The whole story of the game is the planet is quarantined uh, because there's a virus on the planet. Uh, It's topical now. Sounds familiar. Um, There's a virus on the planet, so it destroys anything that goes near it. Uh, Not the virus, but whoever was there before you set up a thing to destroy whatever gets near the planet. But you basically, you go to like the bottom of the ocean and find this big leviathan that gives you its blood that you use to cure yourself of the virus and cure the planet of the virus. And, um, and, uh, and the little like things that were, they were made as containment units to like, if you somehow survive your crash or your explosion, it hunts you down and it's supposed to kill you. Um, so they're non-organic life forms. And they detect that the virus isn't there, so they just fuck off. They become passive. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, the thing about Cyberpunk is, like, dude, there's so much to probably do in this game. So many choices to make and... Like, did you hear what they... This is so funny, but did you hear what they did with the trash in the game? No. Like, I don't understand what they're getting paid or what they're on at CD Projekt Red, but in most games, say GTA, 
you walk by a trash can and you don't fucking think about it, right? Yeah. They went out of their way to model all the trash in the game to be accurate to the world. So if there's a brand in the world, <laughs> a soda brand, the soda cans that you will see rolling around or in a dumpster will be accurate to that brand. Hmm. Why? I have no idea. But it's like, I just, there's going to be so many awesome little things to find in this game. What That's why I, I can't wait to play. What I will say that would be interesting about um, being like a nomad in the game, uh, which could be good with a, uh, um, would fit with like a role-playing sort of thing, is to just be like a scavenger. Mm-hmm. Just go around and like pick through the trash. Yeah. I really hope you can, like, there's sort of a crafting system in there, and you can just craft stuff out of, like, trash that you find. That would be cool. That's a thing in, um, Seven Days to Die. Mm-hmm. You get, like, scrap metal, and you can make scrap metal armor and stuff. Yeah. That's Do you like cool. that game? Yeah. I played it way back when it first came out, or, like, closer to when it first came out, and I fucking... It was so buggy and bad. It still uh, is. It still is. I don't know if it still is. I haven't played it in a while. But last time I played it, it was like it was less buggy. It was definitely playable. I feel like but that it had game its bugs. I feel like that game uh, has so much potential too. It was made by Telltale, I believe. Yeah, they co-developed it. I believe Telltale. Did they? Yeah. I don't. Seven days to die. Um. No, it's just the fun pimps. Yeah, but the fun... Yeah, right here. Publishers. The fun pimps and Telltale Games. Oh, yeah. They were Telltale Publishing. They didn't... Yeah. They didn't make... They didn't have Yeah, because I remember they did this, too, where you could pre-order the game for console and you'd have to play as... uh, Yeah, you'd have to play as the people from The Walking Dead. That's right, from the game. You didn't get... I mean, they didn't really necessarily have anything to do with the game aside from they published it, Yeah, which I, I thought they had developed it, but no. Speaking of... Telltale games, even though they're kind of bankrupt or whatever, but uh, Wolf Among Us 2, I hope that's still a thing. I Wolf th- Among Us 1 was so fucking good. I thought they were fully defunct. I thought they just weren't Skybound uh, took over. Okay. Uh, they, made, they finished the last season of The Walking Dead, and then now they announced the Wolf Among Us 2. Okay. So, <laughs> excited for that, but, you know. Uh, um, what the hell was I going to say? I, I had something. Oh, you were talking about Buggy. Um, well, we were talking about Buggy with Seven Days to Die. You know what I noticed about Valhalla? Not yeah. to bring it back to that, but... Bug. Remember I said it ran really well for a Ubisoft game? Yeah. I feel like I hit a part in the story where maybe they ran out of time to develop, and it just fucking crashes, like, every couple hours. <laughs> uh, I had zero performance issues up until... Maybe maybe 25 hours in, and now the game's crashed four times on me. I've had frame rate drops. I've clipped through the map. So I swear they just, like, really honed in when they first started developing the first, like, 20 hours of the game, and then something happened, and they were like, oh, shit, we gotta get this out, and it's just been fucking buggy mess like, since. Um, in Fallout 4, in one of the DLCs, when you go to Nuka World, um, there's areas... In that world, that lag horribly. Really? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this game doesn't... It doesn't look that good to have... To be lagging this much. Yeah. Um, so, there's portions of the game where... 
you'll move literally a few feet from one portion of the map to a like a slightly different portion of the map and your frame rate will just drop. Hmm. I haven't that's... played in a long time, so if I'm being vague, that's why. Yeah. Because I don't really remember the specifics of it. That's pretty annoying, not gonna lie. Also, um, a neat thing about Bethesda games in that engine is that anytime you move anything, it becomes an object that has to be loaded um, in the game. So, like... If you move a bunch of stuff, those objects technically have to exist um, in memory. So, whereas objects that are, you can interact with them, but you're not in that part of the world. They don't exist technically in memory. But objects that have been moved do. So, the more objects you move, the more memory you're using. Huh. So. Really? I was actually going to bring it around, too, to say, uh, can we at the creation engine, please? Uh, it's ran its course. V yes, very much so. Um, another engine I think sh that should be on the chopping block is the Rage engine. Ray, from the, right, from Rage, the game? No, from, uh, GTA. Oh, I didn't even know it was made on the Rage engine from GTA? I think it is. GTA 5 and Red Dead's on it, too. Why do you um, think it should be chopped? Because I mean, I mean, GTA I agree sucked, but what is holding back like Red Dead Two? Um, it's just a dated engine. Yeah, is what, I'm, what I feel I like mean. they could do a lot more performance stuff if they started making it with a new engine. Because like Red Dead Two, performance wise, yeah, Rockstar Advanced Game Engine Rage. Yeah, advanced for what two thousand and one. Um, uh, let me see when it was released. Um. So, the Rockstar Advanced Game Engine is a proprietary game engine divided, uh, developed by the Rage Technology Group, the division of Rockstar Games San Diego. Since its first game, Rockstar Presents Table Tennis in 2006, the engine has been used by Rockstar Games' internal studios. <laughs> so, it's designed um, for table tennis. Nice. So, it has been... Uh, it has been used in Table Tennis, GTA 4, GTA 4, Ballad of Gay Tony, Red Dead Redemption 1, Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, Max Payne 3, GTA 5, and Red Dead 2. It's just an old engine. Yeah. We need a Rage 2 or something. Can we get Matt's Payne 4 as well? Or, like, something Matt's Payne? Because Matt's Payne 3 is, like, fucking incredible. I just, I looked at this wiki again. I was looking at this wiki to see game, uh, under the games using Rage section. It shows the platforms each of the games is on. And I forgot for a moment that GTA 5 is coming to PS5 and Series X. I'm so mad. <laughs> just give us another game, please. For I the am love kinda, of God. I am kind of mad at that as well. Who? Someone will buy it. I'm going to look it up. Hang on. I, I want to see, um... GTA 5 active users players um here's steam charts the peak players in the tw in the 24 hour peak players for GTA 5 is 144,000 that's on steam that's absolutely still on steam too just steam as of 29 minutes ago there are, there were 71,000 people playing the all-time peak was 360,000. That's... I don't know, man. That game is so boring. At this point, it is, yeah. 
when it came out, it was super fun. You know what I was thinking about with Valhalla as well? I want to see more Fizzit's uh, open world games like Red Dead 2. Because that game has like... All the uh, Rockstar games have like really cool Fizzit's for the most part. They're newer ones. But like everything it seems in like Valhalla and other open world games are like very animation heavy. But like Red Dead 2, you can stumble down a flight of stairs and fucking eat shit. But in Valhalla, like... You can crash into something on your horse, and it just doesn't do anything. And it just reminds me of why I fucking love Red Dead. It doesn't. It doesn't do anything. What do you mean it doesn't do anything? You just you just crash into a tree at full speed like a horse, and you just you just stop in place. Really? Yeah. That's that's weird. You, like even like The Witcher Three too. Like The Witcher Three, if you can get knocked down, there's visits. But if you like crash into something, nothing happens. Red Dead 2, you hit stuff. It actually affects your horse. Like, it just seems... If you go on Red Dead 2, I... If you go over a slightly large bump, you will get thrown from your horse. Yeah. Like, your horse is just looking for reasons to throw you. Because <laughs> I, I... Well... I love last, that, though. In my last playthrough, I did a lot of... um traveling by not roads i just went directly straight to the waypoint i did that in my first playthrough and, and it was really fun until it wasn't <laughs> i got thrown from my horse a lot um and uh that just reminds me is my um i had one horse the whole game and then in the epilogue i went through two horses because one of my horses got shot and killed god by who i don't remember that's fucked i don't remember but it got shot and killed, and I was upset about it. So I had to... Oh, no, I got in a fight in Rhodes, I think. <laughs> and my horse got shot during that fight. Um, so I had to steal a horse and escape Rhodes just enough so that the wanted level went down. And then I looped back around, paid off my bounty, grabbed my saddle, put it on the new horse, and went to get another new horse to buy one. <laughs> what a sad life, man. Yeah pressing but yeah i mean i just want to see more physics in like a game like that i feel like valhalla could do well with physics yeah, you don't really, you don't really ragdoll yeah that's that's kind of the better term more so than physics ragdoll you ragdoll in, in in rockstar games yeah and i want to i want to see that i want to i want to yeah like you remember on console i don't i don't know if it was on pc but on console gta 5 story mode had a button to yeah. ragdoll you would yeah. jump and hit the the circle or b to fight and yep. you would just fall you would just ragdoll i don't know why they didn't put that in online i also don't know why they didn't put that in red dead too yeah that would have been funny that would have been awesome <laughs> oh man especially because everything's so crunchy in red dead too yeah like in gta you're very like boom boom boom, boom as you're like rolling down a staircase but in red dead you're just like dun, dun, you're down the stairs dude you feel it yeah so i feel like they put like extra sound effects in to make mm -hmm. it feel worse. i feel like they really pushed roger clark down a staircase yeah yeah, he was like, I got some jelly beans. You like jelly beans? And they kicked them down a staircase <laughs> and reported it. <laughs> oh, man. They uh, they shot him. They literally shot him. He said, oh, <laughs> oh, you shot me. That's not a bad reaction, honestly. I'm proud of him for holding his own. Imagine getting he shot. He stayed and in Ooh. character when he was shot. <laughs> oh, I love Roger Clark. Um, Yeah. Anyway, got some jelly beans. Like jelly beans? I got some jelly beans. <laughs> I got some jelly beans. 
you're a wanted man, Mr. Morgan. $5,000 for your head alone. I got some jelly beans. I got some jelly beans. <laughs> oh, that's fucking incredible. That's how the game actually ends. That's the true ending. Him and Milton sit by a rock eating jelly beans. Yeah, Arthur, Morgan, Arthur Morgan is like, you get, I got some jelly beans. And, and Milton's like, yo, I love jelly beans, dude. You know what? Just forget the whole thing. And then that's it. That's how the game ends. That's the real ending. That's the that's good the ending. That's the canon. That's the canon. That's the good ending. Red Dead 2. <laughs> Damn. Damn, bro. There's him and uh, Milton, Ross, Arthur, and, 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 Jack. and Jack. They all eat jelly beans. <laughs> and then in Red Dead 1, Jack fucking ices Ross. Just for no reason. <laughs> Just because he felt like it. Because <laughs> he stole his jelly beans. Oh, man. Because that means canonically, John wouldn't die. So that means canonically, you wouldn't be Jack. Mm. So he just does that just because. That also means canonically, Abigail and Jack wouldn't get taken from John. Yeah. As well. He would just be a humble farmer. Yeah. So. I would love to see. Not even to bring back to Red Dead. I'll probably just cut this out. But Red Dead, the good ending. I'd like to see, like, the whole part where Abigail gets taken and Jack from him. Like, did they ever explain how that happened? I don't know. I don't think so. That'd be a cool thing to see. Man, there's so much stuff they could have done in Red Dead 1 now that Red Dead 2's a thing. Ugh. Ugh, I almost hope they just fucking remake it. But that would be a bad idea, because they'd probably ruin it. But just release it for PC, please. Yeah, I was hoping that remaster got debunked, unfortunately. Oh, it's not real? No. I was actually so sad. Oh. I was like, damn, dude, a Red Dead Outlaw collection, where it's, it, at the very least, if they just remastered Red Dead 1, like Red Dead 2 or something, or just, like, updated it a little bit, or even just ported it to PC, it'd be so good. Oh, my God. Yeah, man. Oh, did you see that Red Dead Online is a standalone now? Yeah, I did. I was like, what the hell? I don't get that. I don't either. Just like, I mean, the main game is is good, and and that Incredible. part isn't. Yeah, so many people, they they actually said, I think they actually came out and said, they're not making Undead Nightmare two because they're focusing on Red Dead Online because it's better, is what they said. So, yeah, it opens up more opportunities for them. And I was like, who plays Red Dead Online though? I don't know. I mean, GTA Online, I can get why they're sticking to it like a bunch of assholes. It's because they're making so much money. But Red Dead Online? Really? Like, I, mean, I don't I... hear anything about Red Dead Online. I hear a lot still about GTA Online. Yeah, same. I don't hear anything about Red Dead Online. I barely hear anything about Red Dead Online. It's usually I... just like new jobs they added. I couldn't tell you... I couldn't name one person who plays Red Dead Online. I tried it once, and I tried fist fighting my brother when it first came out, and they ruined. And then the fist you played fighting. Red Dead Online. <laughs> yes, yes. We're just, uh, we're just, uh, we're going off books now. We we don't have anything to talk about. We're just shooting the shit. This isn't this isn't like a, a scripted bit. This is a real thing we're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Red Dead. I just. Feel like uh, maybe they shouldn't force multiplayer into all of their games. Yeah, I mean clearly it's worked for them. 
Yeah, but that's because GTA Online is actually good if you've been playing since day one. Um, or if you have a lot of money. Or if you have a lot of money. Yeah. Actually, both. Both, yeah. Because you need to be a high level, and you need to have a lot of money. There's people who are level, like, 500 plus in that game, naturally. Not from, like, cheating or anything, but literally from playing. Yeah, I played... I had... I have over 100 hours in that game, single player and multiplayer, and in GTA I'm, like, Online, level 40. In GTA Online alone, I had, like... 15 or 16 days of time logged and i was like level 145 or something that's insane dude so my only goal was to get to 120 to get the minigun so yeah. i had the minigun and i used that a lot and that was fun but yeah. the only thing is i did that grind on xbox so by the time i was playing with people on pc all my friends were like level 10 yeah. And I was just, like, with a minigun in an apartment and a bunch of cars and stuff. Yeah. So I had the the armored Karuma that I drove around a lot. I loved that fucking car. I ended up just saying I don't care, and I and I got my account banned. Because I was like, ah, money glitch. Money, <laughs> not money glitch, money hack. Yeah. I, uh... <laughs> I always thought of it as, like, GTA Online is kind of... GTA Online is kind of, like, R-rated Sims. <laughs> in a way. Yeah. yeah. Because they have roleplay servers, too. Yeah. That a lot of people play in. A lot of people play that, and I feel like that could totally be cool if you had, like, a group of friends that all knew each other. Yeah, it's like, but, um, uh, you know, Gmod Dark RP, if you've played that with your friends ever. No, I've, I've uh, heard of, like, roleplaying it, but what's Dark RP? It's basically, like, uh, a regular roleplay server, but it's, um, it's all, like, crime stuff. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I went in one of them, and one of the jobs was just terrorist. <laughs> And you just get all the explosives. God damn. <clears throat> it was fucking You get funny. a vest with explosives or anything? <laughs> Something like that. You got a bunch of explosives and it was it was fun. And it was fun when you had your friends with you. Because I remember one time I had a group of friends. And we all took over this one building. This one house. And there was... And we had... A common thing with dark RP servers was money printers, because they couldn't implement an economy right. Yeah. So everyone just had a money printer. So I remember we got money printers and we put it all together and then we bought the best ones we could and we had a room full of money printers, and money. Yeah. So we had all like guns and stuff, and we were guarding this house and a bunch of people started raiding the house, and and we were like. Doing that back and forth thing you can do in source games where someone opens the door and you close it right as they do. Yeah. So it's just open and closing the door, open and closing the door, open and closing the door. And then I, one of us, I, whoever was doing that, finally backed up, let the door open, and we just rained fire. And this the, the person was doing it, it was like a kid. He turns on his mic, he had pushed a talk on, it was just like, heard him screaming as we just rained bullets on him. <laughs> he was fucking disintegrated. That was so that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like dark RP, basically. That's not yeah, see that sounds kinda cool. And that, that that was fun, but no one no one really plays uh Gmod RP anymore. Yeah. It's kind of gone out of fashion. <laughs> so to speak, yeah. That was that was fun as shit though. Yeah. 
It's pretty fucking cool. Oh man, fucking just gets eviscerated. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say someone threw like a frag grenade outside the door. No, no, we just we we just all fired AKs at him until until he wasn't ah, there. Ah, yes, the AK, the terrorist. <laughs> no, not all of us were terrorists. Ah. Uh, I forget what all of us were, but we just had this money printing operation. That's funny. That's cool. Oh, uh, they were kind of like some of the servers were kind of gay though, because it was like they would be like. You can't, uh, you can't RDM. So basically, like, you can't just randomly kill people, which is interesting. But like, if you can't just randomly kill people, there's no reason to fight. There's no reason to do PvP. Yeah. So, what's huh. the point? You know. Yeah, that seems a little whack. I mean. I get it, but like I like GTA passive mode, I used to turn that on sometimes. Yeah. Problem I had with passive mode is that you still can't fight civilians. Well, the thing with GTA online is I never played in pubs. I only played in private lobbies. Yeah, I always did pubs. Just because pubs were super annoying. Yeah. Because like a lot of people would just like randomly kill you. But there are reasons in GTA Online to kill other players. Mm -hmm. Like, there's the bounties, or there's the um, the drop missions, whatever they are, to fill up your warehouse with cargo and then deliver the cargo. Um, I remember there was an exploit with that that they can't exactly patch out because it's not, an, it's not like a cheat. It's not like a glitch. It's like just a connection thing. Mm -hmm. So what you would do is you had to have your computer hardwired or have like an, a USB Wi-Fi adapter that you can just take out. Yeah. You would join a public lobby and just like uh, take out your Ethernet cable, plug it back in. Mm -hmm. And then the game would like kind of people, all the blips of players would just freeze for a minute. Everyone would drop from the session, but it's technically just you dropping from the session. But it would show everyone leaving and now you have a public lobby all to yourself. Yeah. And then when people started joining do it again and then you just get your cargo drops and you make money mm -hmm. so but that's the thing is there is a reason to kill other players in gta online yeah there's an incentive behind it there's monetary gain so random death matches just doesn't make any sense yeah so so yeah this is a bit of a mishmash <laughs> streaky ass mustard chair but yeah no we've been all over the place um, hopefully, by the time we, uh, record next, let's see, this would be going up the 16th, we'd be recording the 19th, so maybe not by the time we record next, well, but sometime soon you should have a quest too. Yeah. Hopefully. And, uh, we'll have, uh, Cyberpunk to talk about. Oh yeah, that'll be like almost a whole episode, so, if not a whole episode. Yeah, so expect, um... It's back to that. Several weeks of spoiler casts. <laughs> so, you know all the Red Dead 2 talk we do? It's going to be like that, but amplified up to like 50. Like 50 times. And it's going to be all cyberpunk. It's just going to be And probably cyberpunk. Witcher. I'm, I'm going to imagine we're probably going to make comparisons to The Witcher. 
well, in Cyberpunk, you could do this, but in The Witcher, it was different, you know? So in the Cyberpunk, I got a... And then in that there Cyberpunk, the, I got a sports car. So in Cyberpunk, I got a sports car, and then in, in Witcher, you got a roach? Whoa, that's pretty crazy. That's nuts, man. That's crazy, man. But then in, but in, in Cyberpunk, Witcher, there's Geralt, uh, Cyber V, Punk, 2077. <laughs> You're fucking brain dead. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's it's what the doctors that. keep telling me. <laughs> nice. Um, it's about to that. That should be fun. Um, I'm also probably going to be talking a lot about Medal of Honor VR because I'm very hyped. Oh. Very excited. So, a lot of stuff to talk about. These episodes are very mishmashy, like you said. Because we're in an in-between time. Yeah. We're... we're... I don't want to just talk about Valhalla... But like yeah. cyberpunk's around the corner. We're so. just we're we're just before cyberpunk. Yeah. So. <laughs> the you know the major world event. <laughs> cyberpunk. <laughs> Watch the game suck, dude. If the game sucks, I will yeah. probably jump off a building. Wait a minute. We're gonna come back in the next recording session and be like, "Yeah, so we played it, we refunded it, so we played uh, it." And so it's back to bad. Red Dead Two. Back to so Red Dead Two. So I'm doing a third playthrough of Red Dead Two. Uh, <laughs> oh man! Even though I just finished my second I, one, I uninstalled The Witcher. And de- I deleted it from my Steam profile. Just straight up axed it. I was like, I'm "I done. took the 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 portion." Of my brain that had all the memories of The Witcher Three, and I had it removed, so I'm gonna play that again. Uh, and then next week, I'll be doing the same thing with Red Dead Two again. Yeah, but that's like a significant amount of my brain mass removed, so I might be a little dumb, dumb idiot. <laughs> but yeah, I well, hopefully next week y'all be hearing a lot about cyberpunk i really hope it's good i really hope it's i really hope it's what i hope it is <laughs> i think it will be i i think it will be i mean maybe i've been trying to honestly i've been trying to lower my expectations because i understand that it's it is game. not going to be perfect oh no no so i need to be ready for day one issues and i need to be ready for like yeah maybe the shooting is kind of whack but I have to be more focused on what I think will be great, such as the story and the RPG element, because I know CD Projekt Red is keep uh, capable of that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I can't expect this to be the game of the world. Like, this this is not more than likely going to be the absolute perfect unit of a game, you know? Well, but I'm I can, just I can worried hope. about the um, No Man's Sky effect. Yeah. But the thing with No Man's Sky is it was overhyped but under-delivered. Under-delivered. But this time it's like overhyped and will probably deliver. So No Man's Sky, I will say, was also developed by four people, I believe? Four people? Yeah, that's fair. Um, And in its current state, No Man's Sky is like above and beyond what was promised, which is good in the well, end. Yeah. So, you know, shout out to Hello Games. But uh, yeah, I think it's like you said... I think this will be promised and delivered. But there are going to be people who are like, well, it's not this, it's not that, it's not the perfect game ever. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. But I don't care about those people. You still have to think about the confines of a video game. Mm Mm-hmm. My guy. What I do have to say is, have you seen how much the day one patch is? No. 
48 and a half kids. <laughs> so hopefully they did a lot of butt squashing. A 48 and a half gigs worth, probably. Yo, speaking of storage, um, I found out something I didn't realize about Oculus games that kind of makes me a little, little tiny bit tilted. Medal of Honor's uh, 160 gigabytes, I believe. Holy shit. Do you know what Oculus does when you update a game? It duplicates the game. So how are you going to be able to update it? You update the game by duplicating it, so that's over 300 gigs. That's almost that's over 400 gigs. No, I'm saying, how are you going to be able to do it on a quest? It's only 256. It's not native. It's Link. Oh. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not a quest game. That's 170. No, it's a PC game. Oh, all right. I'm not as I'm not as uh, awestruck anymore. So, 100 100 plus gig PC games are the standard now. So with Oculus, though, if you have to do like a five gig patch. It has to fucking duplicate the game, edit the five gigs of files, and then delete the non-new version of it and reinstall it. I've always wondered why Oculus games literally... I Asgard's Wrath, it's 160 or 116 gigabytes. It will literally take me two hours to update. I've always wondered why, and now I have my answer, and I'm kind of upset about it. Um, What do you have? What For do you have it on? I have it like, on a hard drive. That's probably why. Well, that is why. Um, and which I will I'll have be, all my games on a hard drive too. So, which I will be getting an SSD for Christmas. But don't tell my girlfriend that I know that. <laughs> I will probably, at some point in time, one of these years, I'll just do a full SSD swap. Yeah. But currently, um, I have 15 terabytes of storage in my computer, and I'm not getting 15 terabytes of SSDs. So, I have a 4 terabyte hard drive, and I'm going to be settling for a 2 terabyte SATA SSD. Like, so, I, And that's already tough enough. I suppose I could get the Sabrent um, 8 terabyte ones. What, the SSD? Yeah. They yeah, have, but isn't that like 800 bucks? Oh, they're like 1,000 bucks a piece, yeah. That would be my only way. Do you I could need settle. fifteen terabytes though? No, but I want to match what I have at least. You fucking psycho! You don't think I, I? I just look at it. If I have a four terabyte hard drive, I'd prefer the speed over the capacity. Well, I'm a little bit cracked. Right. I'm a little Seems bit insane. So. I think it's time to put you to bed. Like forever? No, 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 just for now. Oh, okay. And then while you're sleeping, you know, twelve gauge mouth trigger. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna paint like one of my French whores with a twelve gauge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, anyway, I can see that. Anyway. Anyway. So anyway, that's the end of the show. Yeah, I think so. We're gonna end her off today. Um Do you have any closing remarks? Don't do drugs. And I hope Cyberpunk is good. I hope Cyberpunk is if good. If it's not, I'm going to do drugs. Yeah, if it's not, I'm going to take a lethal dose. I'm going to inject a lethal dose of heroin directly into my left testicle. <laughs> oh, no. So, anyway, uh, Misfire at pm.me. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, death threats. Uh, import our RSS feed into your favorite or least favorite podcasting app. Spotify is the Check new link. Check us out on Spotify, baby. And that's it. That's the show. Yeah. I've been your host. And I've been your quack host. Uh, I think it's time to get out of my house. I don't like Sean's foot. I don't like his face. I don't know why he's looking at me like that.
Ew, guy. What the hell is that right angle? Ew. Nasty. Ew, dude. He's Ew. got a straight 90 degree foot, bro. Oh, I hate that guy. Ew, dude. Ew, dude. Oh, my God. So gross. Oh. Oh. 